Welcome to Let's Get Fizzy Poll. Good morning or good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm your host, Christy Sellers, and today we are talking, we're talking about a few things actually. I'm going to give you a little recap on the massive weekend that we just had um, across many of the studios, as well as uh, some external comps that we had Fizzy Babes competing in. And also, we are going to be talking about your crutch. Yes, it's a a sensitive topic, but we're going to go there. We are going to go there, people. So (laughs) I hope that you are also in on the Fizzy Technique Challenge, which is happening this month. It is not too late to join. I was having a look at the leaderboard the other day and we're up to day six. 17, I think, of the challenge. It is free. You can join it at Fizzy Pole Stretch Challenge, which is a Facebook group. Um, Once you're in that group, you'll get the daily updates and just all great ideas to help with your technique. So I would love to know how you went last week with my little challenge for you. If anyone did that, um, please tag me in your Instagram stuff or your, your Facebook stuff, depending on where you're posting, but I would love for you to tag me. My, um, Instagram handle is at Christy sellers. Uh, so yeah, I would love to see your progress and how all of that's going. And if you had to do push-ups because you didn't land back inside the circle, <laughs> um, yeah. So let me know. But uh, we had our first weekend of Ignite Heats, which is so exciting. It's such a busy time of year for (laughs) Fizzy Pole and um, a very, very, very busy few weeks now with uh, all of the heats going on and then the finals coming up very shortly. You would have seen, possibly would have seen that we announced our finals judges, which are Michelle Shimmy, Fontaine Bradbury and Ronnie Elisara and Ronnie was here last year. She is just one of the most amazing aerialists you'll ever see. She's from Queensland. We're flying her down. Shimmy is uh, one of the biggest uh, personalities in the pole world or pole liberties, I should say. And uh, we're flying her in from Sydney and Fontaine is um, from Melbourne and she'll be coming. Well, that's not as big a trip, is it? No, (laughs) but we still appreciate her effort. Um, And she is someone that I've trained with for a very long time granted we haven't trained together for a little while but way 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 back when we were pole babies we used to train together and um, I just thought she was the most amazing creature I had ever seen with one of the most insane bodies if you know what I'm saying if you've seen any of her pictures I'm sure you'll agree Uh, she is pregnant at the moment and can I just say she's wearing it so much better than I did. I'm not a good pregnant person. I don't enjoy it. I uh, don't look good. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So we had heats this weekend at Gladstone, Rockhampton, Harvey Bay, Salisbury, um, Fairfield and Somerton Park. I think I got them all. As well as that, uh, we had the regionals competition up in Queensland. So... If you don't know, uh, if you haven't listened to the episode that I had the interview with Robin, she actually owns 
three of the studios up in Queensland. And so she not only had heats at each of her studios, she also ran the regionals comp, which had 30 competitors. Her Rocky heats had 30 competitors. So on that one day, we judged 60 performances and um, it was just a big road trip uh, all across Queensland and a massive weekend, but it was absolutely amazing. Like everyone just had such a great energy. There were plenty of people performing for the first time, which I love seeing. And it's so good to see the caliber, like, oh my God, you guys have stepped it up this year. I'm so excited to see the finals. Uh, as well as that, we had one of our, or we had a couple of fizzy babes actually compete. And one of them took out the amateur division at Miss Pole ACT from our Canberra studio. Uh, so congrats to or her handle. If you want to look her up is at K-L-D-Z-I-N-E. But congrats to both our girls, Alex and Crimson Chaos for competing so let's uh yeah let's move right along down on to the the crouch conversation so with so many performances that I watched over the weekend this is something that I suppose isn't really spoken about until like you've got to speak about it so you don't want a nip slip in your routine but even worse you don't want a lip slip all right people so there's a few ways that we can avoid this firstly You need to know that buying a bathing suit is not going to be sufficient coverage for when you, um, you know, do some of the tricks because your legs are obviously going into a split position or a straddle position and they're going wider than, you know, they usually would. So something like a bathing suit or um, lingerie or anything like that 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 you buy and it's just sort of regular clothing often has uh, a more narrow crutch area. So when you do these split moves and your skin like stretches out, the the material is going in. <laughs> so then it can become quite uncomfortable for the audience. Um, it is something that you want to make sure that you try to avoid. So firstly, you can make sure that your costume has a wider crutch coverage so if you're getting something made often that will just sort of go hand in hand with it or if you are going to wear something that you've bought you need to practice in it and make sure that it's not going to move around another option is uh actually Fontaine came up with this one and it's called the Fonny Fanny so what she does or did I don't know if she still does this but she would get um, like tape, like elastoplast tape, <laughs> and she would put one piece on one side, another piece on the other side, and then one down the middle to sort of pull them all together. So that way nothing can actually move out. The only thing is you need to make sure that you're not getting these tape, like square end of the tape um, towards the back of your shorts so I think she would cut like a kind of a curve on the end of the tape and it doesn't need to be obviously doesn't need to be really big but this is a way that you can sort of ensure that nothing is going to fall out no matter what happens Um, but also you would need to test your routine with that because the last thing that you want is also for people to be looking like what is hanging out there like it looks really weird so 
that is definitely an option. Um, it is something that you need to take a little bit of time to consider because quite often, especially for the heats, because they're in the studios, the audience is very close and, you know, you're up in their face and depending on what type of routine you're doing, it's, it's just something that you don't want to have to worry about. So if you are going to be performing in the next few weeks, this is something I would definitely, definitely think about, you know, have a good look and, and film your routine and just check that side of things as well. And, you know, it be, it's good if you're looking through your routine and checking your tricks and extension and everything, but this is also an important aspect of that. And you want the audience to be focused on your routine and not on your crutch. <laughs> so we had a bit of a conversation, I, I suppose, afterwards. Like there was nothing major that happened, but it did just spark my memory because obviously over all of the years that I've seen um, comps and shows and all of that, it's it has happened. And um, I thought it would be a good thing to discuss on here this week to, to let you guys know to, if you are preparing for the next few weeks that that's something you just need to take a moment to consider. So... This is a busy time of year for sure with all of the heats and everything and I'm sure all of you see how hard your studio owners and studio managers work to pull all of this together and I thought I would just share with you something very small that you could do that absolutely makes their day and I mean this makes their day, this makes their week. They post this in our franchise group when this happens because it is just beautiful and love to see it's to put a review of your studio. Put a review on Facebook or Google or wherever you can review. That means so much to us because I think we live in a day and age where if you go to a business and it's a great experience, you you keep going back. And, you know, then on the other hand, if you go to a business and it's not a good experience – people are more likely to put those things up online rather than just their great experiences, which is sort of, it sort of sucks because if you're doing a really great job, um, you know, you may not hear it as often as you, something negative might come up. And it is, you know, very, very rare that, that someone sort of has a, an unhappy experience. And we of course want to know about it so that we can fix it and make it better. But for those of you who really do love and enjoy your time at your studio, I just know it literally brings tears to our eyes when someone just takes the time, takes one minute out of their day to write something lovely about the hard work that, you know, has gone into the business and and this community that we have built. So I thought I would just share that because I know that it means a lot to me when someone puts you know, something nice up because we do what we do because we love it. We don't expect that people are going to be thanking us all the time and putting these things up. But I, I want to say it here because I know you guys are the very, very dedicated Fizzy fam. You, you're listening to this podcast. You're involved with other things that are happening within the studios. And that is amazing. And if you haven't done this already, uh, it would be so much appreciated. I know it. And they'll probably sort of say something to you like, Oh my God. <laughs> so yes, if you can spare a moment on your lunch break or, or just one minute here or there, that would be absolutely amazing. So 
Thank you very much in advance if you do choose to post a review. In other news, there is an official airing date for Australia's Got Talent. Yay! Scary! Uh, Which is next Sunday. So it's Sunday, July 28th. And it will be on Channel 7. But if you miss it and you're, you know, not around to watch the TV when it's actually airing, you can just go on the Channel 7 website or I think it's 7 plus, the number 7 and then the word plus, and you can actually get an app for it where you can just type in the show that you want to watch and it's all on demand. So it's essentially like Netflix. So you just type the show you want in and it'll come up and you can just watch it wherever, whenever um so yeah I don't know which episode I will be on but (laughs) keep an eye out and uh if they do let me know I'll let you guys know but at the moment that's uh July 28th is officially when it's airing and I've seen some of the promo videos and uh because obviously when I was getting ready to go out. You're not sitting in the audience getting to watch the acts and I've seen some of the promos go up and they just look so good. And, um, yeah, I'm really nervous to see how it's all edited together because if anyone has ever done an interview for, like, a newspaper or anything like that, you know that whatever you say can sort of be cut and put together in a different way and then it comes out and you're like, I didn't really say that at all. But So I'm interested to see which um, snippets that they take because obviously I don't even know if, if it will get shown, but if they do, it's you're filming for eight hours or however long it is and then it ends up being like a couple of minutes. So it's just interesting, interesting to see which parts they take of that. <laughs> so this weekend... For Ignite, we have Ballarat on Friday. On Saturday, we've got Grovedale and Yarraville. And then on Sunday, Carlton and Albury. So it's going to be a very, very big weekend. And those of you who are getting ready to perform, best of luck, chookers. You're going to be amazing. Um, And I will be obviously at the Ballarat Heats. And then I'm... Ooh, which one? I'm driving up to Albury. I know I'm doing that one. I have to check that we've got a whole roster of who's judging which heats. And it's obviously, as you can imagine, with so many studio owners and studios, it's a bit of an operation. So, But it's so good to go around and see everybody. And I feel like because, you know, I was having babies and wasn't able to travel as much, it's been really nice, especially last weekend, to go up to Queensland, mainly because it's so much warmer up there. <laughs> I looked at my phone and you know how it shows up the weather for the next five days and it just shows a little picture when I was up there it was just all sunny but then I got back here and it was like raining 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 (laughs) I was like no (laughs) okay so if you haven't joined the stretch challenge yet or the fizzy technique challenge for this month go and find the stretch group on Facebook, Fizzy Pole Stretch Challenge. Just search for that and it will come up. If you're not already part of the Fizzy Polars Worldwide Facebook group, you need to jump onto that. If you're competing, you should definitely be in the Fizzy Pole Competitors group, really good group for support and also a little bit of insight into the comp prep of other studio owners and myself as well. And if you do find the time to spare a minute or two and jump on Google or Facebook and give a nice review. I know that your studio owners would be very, very appreciative of that. So thank you for joining me and I will chat to you guys next week. Bye. 
Let's get physical, physical. Oh. 